Join me, Professor RPG, as I sit down with friends, colleagues, and special guests as we reminisce and discuss role-playing games that left their mark on us. Expect to see all sorts, from western style to Japanese and even tabletop. So stay a while and listen, and let us trigger those memories of tales long since completed. Relive that fantasy you hold dear, and come along with us, adventurer, on this quest into the past. Welcome to the RPG University. Class is in session, and we're once again at the start of a brand new month. September 2020 looks to be uh, quite quite packed. Lots of smaller titles, along with some bigger ones mixed in there just for good measure. And we still have a bunch of surprises that I think you should check out. This month, I'm once again by my professor's assistant, Alex O'Neill, to help me check out the list of what's coming up. How you doing, Alex? I'm doing very good. Excellent. Good to hear, my friend. But uh, let's first recap what RPGs we've been playing this past month. Have you been playing anything? Any RPGs? Mm. I'm. Alex? Do the Batman Arkham games count as RPGs, role-playing games? Uh, I probably not. Yeah, probably not. They, they do have experience points, but... I uh, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think, like, early in the month. I, I can't really remember. I'm sure there was probably something... Uh, some runoff from the previous month, but nothing comes to mind. I I, yeah. I played the Bat- Batman games, and that was a lot of my time. Yeah, and now you've uh, recently started up Ratchet. Yeah, too, right? yeah, which which is you know RPG all good games adjacent, but not I would not say in the family. Yeah, progression yeah. game games with video game <laughs> progression. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. For me, I'm still working through Legend of Heroes: Trails in the Sky. Uh, kind of slowed down on that this month but i'm still working through second chapter i'm on the third chapter of the second game so still hoping i want to get that done this month um and hopefully put a good dent into third chapter as well uh but a game that i kind of got addicted to for a few weeks was um the kingdom hearts 2 randomizer i played a lot of that yeah and that was that's a lot of fun how did um was it just like what, the order that you went to worlds in or the abilities? No. So what they what this mod does is it starts you off in the garden of assemblage. Okay. And instead of each door taking you to a data fight, each one is linked to one of the worlds. Oh, cool. So it basically makes it an open world exploration scavenger hunt in essence where you have to visit all the worlds to try and find the three proofs. And once you get the three proofs, then that unlocks the final boss. You beat the final boss and you win. Huh. Um, but like keyblade locations of keyblades, forms, abilities, uh, generic items, equipment, all those can be anywhere. They can be level ups. They can be drive for level ups. They can be in chests. They can be from beating bosses, all sorts of things. Huh. Um, but really, I just the fact that they turned it into kind of an exploration scavenger hunt thing and with the Garden of Assemblage, I thought was brilliant. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and being able to just jump around worlds and and do everything was, was a lot of fun. Um, 
in like if you start on critical mode like in the normal game you get a certain amount of you get like six or seven items randomly given to you right at the start for being in critical and it's it's a lot of fun cool lot lot of fun that is really um, cool so i did a couple runs of that a lot of a lot of fun with that but that's those have really been the the main rpgs i've been playing uh this past past month i did i did remember one um that i, I just gingerly played mm -hmm. a little bit of and that was and we talked about it a little bit uh, i was going back to and playing a little bit of final fantasy 7 remake Oh yes, that's right. Um, which, which I started another playthrough that I will probably see through again, which would be like a third time through that game. Mm -hmm. um, and just like I, I, I know I was really critical of it when it first came out, and I, I still am very critical of a lot of parts of that game. And I, I think mm -hmm. I, I've come around to enjoying them in a way, though, and and I, I appreciate the game and a lot of what it does, and it's just. It is such a it's such a fun ride. Like they, it just it, yeah. it feels so genuinely fun and exciting to like if if I put on those those glasses of like this is my first time seeing it, just everything is mm -hmm. over the top. It's like playing Metal Gear Solid One again. It kind of reminded me mm -hmm. a little bit of that in a weird way of like fun characters that are that that know they're kind of being dramatic and and silly and. Yeah, and everyone is just kind of in on the joke and, and having a good time, and I just I really like it. I think it's a really great game. Yeah, it is. I'm curious, has your view shifted because of the interviews that have been released and kind of the information that has come out since the game's initial launch, or what do you think was the cause of uh, y your opinion of it and kind of view of it shifting? I, like, I when I first thing this is a great episode i forget which number this is a great episode of ipp it's got final fantasy 7 on the cover on the the site um but i don't remember which number but i had a very well-known rant <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, on the game and and in that i i said that like it wasn't even about the the changes or whatever that they made because i felt like they would kind of backpedal on it and they did which which are the interviews you're talking about um, it wasn't even that. It, it was just that the the, the kind of how they went about doing everything. So mm -hmm. what really helped me kind of change my thoughts on it, I, I just went back and, and I did the same thing with Persona 5 Royal, which is just the benefit of having a lot of free time. I went back and just played through the whole game again, front to back, like a, a normal standard playthrough, not like a new game plus or anything. Uh, and and just you did that like right after you beat it, didn't you? It, it was it was I gave it a couple weeks, um, okay. and I went back and and it wasn't like a long amount of time, but but it was enough for me to cool off and and, and just like say okay, let me drop my my preconceptions, and I think just seeing it for what it is, like the value that it brings on its own merits, mm -hmm. um, and, and just how the the good parts of it are so good, um, mm -hmm. and, and and they deserve. The credit that they get like the the music is like transcendently stellar yes. i think it, and, and the combat is so so satisfying in, in an rpg way that you don't get in a lot of rpgs like one of the ones we're going to talk about today amalur's is very good you know and mm -hmm. and and you don't get that enough and and in action rpgs at least action action jrpgs especially 
Um, yeah. Even even Kingdom Hearts three didn't quite like hit the the kind of top tier that you would want from that franchise. So, yeah, it, it's just it, it delivers on so many fronts, and and it, I know it has a lot of problems, and I I agree that it has a lot of problems, but also like Final Fantasy seven fan in me has come around to to really <laughs> really loving it. Cool, cool. But we are on. Let's talk about some of the games that uh, we got coming up for September. Starting off with. Uh, Avengers is coming out this week on the fourth Friday, I believe. Yeah, tonight, tomorrow. Well, tonight we're recording tomorrow. I guess today, the day we're this will go up for some people. They will be playing Avengers. It's true. Three day like early. Like some people access. got it early, and people are been streaming it today. Yeah, and also the uh, if you get that premium, the deluxe edition, you get three days early access. Oh, oh, I did. I didn't realize. That. Yeah how they get you <laughs> the 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 structure of this one does seem interesting and roundabout uh but yeah i totally forgot about the early early access aspect um you're kind of excited for this right so, or you're interested by it so this, this game has like been the plague of our of our slack channel like everyone has a very strong opinion about it i feel um, and and I I like that I think it's cool I, I really don't know how this game is going to turn out and I'm, I'm honestly pretty excited to see if like is it going to sell really well because it's it's fucking Avengers mm-hmm. you know like why would it not sell well especially like when we look at Spider Man like that Spider Man game sold crazy and and it, certainly Insomniac making a great game and it being reviewed well had something to do with that but like to a much wider extent it's like this is a Spider Man game that is recommendable to your friend or, or to your person you know someone you know that doesn't play a lot of video games or something um mm-hmm. is avengers gonna have that same reach because it is something you can play with friends because of the co-op aspects um so i'm very fascinated where this will go but i you know i played the beta i just played the story missions and mm-hmm. and playing those i honestly like i had a very fun time <laughs> but like I, I don't know what to say. I I thought it felt pretty good, and I was coming right off the Batman games, and and nothing feels as good as those games to me. But I, you know, there's heavy hits and there's good good feedback on things. It, it doesn't let you combo as much, but like I really liked playing some of the characters. I did not like playing Kamala Khan, which was a really big bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just felt like she didn't really hit very hard. Uh, or have a satisfying hit, but like I enjoyed playing Hulk way more than I thought I would. I would love to play that game to play through the story and, and have a fun time and and see where those characters go. Like that sounds like a great time to me, honestly. And where it goes beyond this and all the PR and marketing problems and woes that this game is having, I'm not sure, but I I, I think it'll be a, a fun RPG. Yeah, it'll be interest. It'll be interested to see how much legs this has because I I have my issues with it uh, and kind of worries about it but like you said I think it could be a fun multiplayer or a fun story game mm-hmm. um, but there are definitely characters I found myself having a lot more fun playing as than others yes uh, in the demo like even Hulk punching the little dudes and having them just act a lot of times I had a I don't know if it was an issue or what but they wouldn't be knocked back or something and just this fact that this giant like Hulk is punching this little robot dude and he's not even flinching kind of 
kind of irked me. But with like Iron Man, I loved flying around. I loved switching between his gauntlet weapons, like firing yeah. lasers and then rockets. Like that was a lot of fun, and it made me almost wish for like a Spider-Man quality Iron Man game. Yes, I I had that same thought when playing Iron Man of like man. And it's so funny because I had seen people tweet out like it is criminal that there has not been a good Iron Man game. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I still don't really care as much about Iron Man as everyone else. And I, I like Iron Man a great deal. But again, mm-hmm. just not as much as everyone else. And I played that and I felt it. And I was like, man, there really should be. It <laughs> should have been a good yeah. Iron Man game. in the same vein that I feel like there really should have been a good Superman game by now. Um, I feel like there should have been a good Iron Man game now Mm -hmm. and then i just tried to think of like a batman arkham game where you just play as iron man and i try to imagine iron man like stealthing to gargoyles and grabbing people and hanging them upside down i'm like this doesn't work this 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 is a terrible idea i mean he does have his stealth armor so yeah like you could fly in stealthy and like pick him up and like throw him or something so i think there's things like a stealthy iron man could do but just and what a Granted, this is turning into a bit of an Avengers discussion, but we really haven't talked about yeah, it. Yeah, you, you and I haven't. So, um, I'm kind of bummed that your gear in Avengers doesn't ref- like isn't reflected on your character. Yeah, it it I I think they do try they they go the a slight extra mile of contextualizing it as to why it, yeah. it wouldn't necessarily of like oh this is like the hulk's Mm -hmm. bone (laughs) or something right right which is ridiculous but also they there was recently a shark game where you could switch out shark gear so you know anything anything works yeah but i mean they also give you that auto equip best gear button so they kind of impersonalize Mm -hmm. the gear right from the get-go with that and 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 lead you more in the the direction of the, the cosmetic skins yeah it'll be interesting what do you think the score will be what do you think the aggregate like Metacritic score will be at the end of next week? Um, seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Yeah. I'm gonna say seventy-five. Yeah. I I wonder. It could be one of professional scores. I could see this getting review bombed. Oh, totally. Um. And if the online sucks for multiplayer when everyone signs on, that's going to hurt it. Yeah. Um, but I think we're looking at probably a 70 range. Somewhere in the 70s. I'm with you there. Yeah, I, and it could be one of those Like Destiny, the Metacritic for that, I think it was like a 68 um, when that first came out. So it, it could be mm. something like that. I, I hope not because, you know, I, I want every game to be great. Um, and, I, and I especially want this game to be good because I want it... I want it to have been worth it, you know? I want this game mm-hmm. to at least be somewhere, a basis from which to grow into something cool. Yeah. So, the Spider-Man stuff sucks, though. Come on. Yes, I agree. That's, uh, that'll be something. Yeah. Uh, but next, the week after Avengers comes out, uh, we have Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning coming out. I know that's a game that you and I are are stoked for you're a fan of amalur right you really like the game yes the original i back in the day is one of the one of the first games i reviewed for another website that wasn't irrational back in 2012 um so or 2011 one of the two uh it, fun little blast from the past kim's of amalur yeah. had an online pass 
It did. That's that's from the, what era of video? That what two year era of video game that was in? <laughs> you know? Which is weird because it doesn't really have online features. No, much like uh, Mass Effect Two, another EA game, EA published game of a of a similar time period. Uh, it was just to get free stuff that they locked behind mm-hmm. <laughs> the a new game purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Amalur is a cool, cool game with a gorgeous yep. world. That's got elves and fantasy and and fey and, and Tawatha, which are evil fey elves, and winter courts and summer courts and politics and, and like and an arena, songs and sonnets and poetry. Like it is high fantasy, just injected directly into your eyes and your veins. Mm-hmm. It's great. I, I love. I, it is so purely, exactly high fantasy. Um, mm-hmm. That I, it just holds a very special place in my heart. I, I've never finished it because it is like such such an immense game, mm-hmm. um, and I'm excited to. I, I really want to commit myself to playing through and finishing this version of this game, um, especially knowing that they're putting out a new, totally new, yeah, continue DLC. continue the exp- the story expansion next year. Um, it's cool. It's really cool. It, it's like what a what a great comeback that this could have with this and I really hope it does because it's a cool game if you've never played mm-hmm. it, it it's just it is such a fun action yeah. game you know definitely give it a check out but that comes out September 8th also coming out September we have a couple things actually coming out on s- September 8th yeah uh, Necromunda Underhive Wars is coming we just kind of saw this at uh, I think for the first time at the Gamescom opening night live Oh, okay. It's like the weird, that weird game where we didn't know what it was with the kind of punk rock people uh, that I thought was the space Vermintide. Yes, I remember this. Um, so, yeah, that's coming out. It looks interesting, I guess. Um, we, we really don't know much about it. Uh, deep below the nightmarish polluted hive cities of Necromunda in a twisted vertiginous dark tunnels of the underhive rival games rank rival gangs fight to the bitter end for personal power wealth survival and the honor of their houses only the strongest survive lead customize and grow your gangs of Escher Goliath and Orlock specialize each member and send them send them to battle in hazardous dystopian environments exploit the terrain in tactical gunfights climb raised walkways to take advantage set traps and ambush foes to force them into a bloody melee engagements learn new skills loot equipment and bring your evolved gang to four player online gang fights so it's like I assume it XCOM. Yeah, I assume it's 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 like uh, in the Divinity or, or, or you know like those those types of computer RPGs, CRPGs. Um, but the CG trailer we got did not necessarily explain all of that. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it did not do a good job showing like what the game is. And honestly, even I'm on uh, Focus Interactive's website for this game and the only trailer they have or like gameplay video is is that one we saw that the story trailer 
that doesn't really have gameplay. Well, I guess it has a little gameplay. It has some leveling up. Yeah, but come uh, on. Come on now. Yeah, that... Okay. <laughs> I guess that was released on August 5th, and that certainly didn't get any traction on August 5th. Yeah. So. Um, but yes, that's coming out. If you're a fan of the Warhammer 40k universe, uh, give it a try. Let us know what you think. Uh, another game, probably one of the the bigger highlights. I think will get that will, will get probably the most press. I think is Star Renegades is coming out. Yes. Uh, this game looks fantastic. Yeah, this is just like the art of this alone. I, I, yeah. I, every time I see it, I'm like, oh god, this game. God, it looks so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like a turn-based tactical RPG sci-fi. Um, fantastic, fantastic art. Like that is the first thing people will notice about this game. Um, it's been demoed. Like I feel like it was announced a while ago, like early last year. I almost want to say. I would say even maybe before then. I know our very own Jared Green has played this game. Yes. Uh, I don't know if he did write a preview about it or not, but. I feel like he might have, but uh, he told me it is radical. Yeah. It looks very good. I'm very excited for it. Yeah, it's got some, um, if I remember correctly, it's got some very cool, intricate mechanics um, that, that go along with that sprite work to make it you mm-hmm. know, more than just a, a great-looking game. It's got some cool yeah. stuff under the hood as well. Yeah. Uh, I think this one will be, it, it's won a bunch of awards. It won... Uh, the Media Highlight Award at Bit Summit, Visual Excellence nominee. It's it's done very well for itself. Um, so I'm anxious to see, to actually get my hands on it, which will probably be, who knows, this winter or something. I don't know when I'll be able to finally get around to it, but I definitely will be because it looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, but that is coming out September 8th as well. And coming right on the heels of that on September 9th is Outer Worlds' first, like, big story DLC, Peril on Gorgon DLC. That's on September 9th. This is the Obsidian sci-fi version of Fallout, Yep. in essence, um, that did pretty well last year. Like, it picked up some awards. It did some pretty good stuff. Um, I haven't picked it up, and I never finished it, so I... I don't know too much about Gorgon, but I believe it's a brand new planet you'll be able to explore. Um, I wonder, it's going to be pretty cool. I wonder like what their intent with Outer Worlds is. You know, that was like their Obsidian's last kind of game they were making before Microsoft uh, bought them. And I guess they were probably working on Grounded as well, but mm-hmm. that was ended up being under the Microsoft banner. So I, I really don't know if this is, like, continuing that world, expanding it, if it's a world they intend on going back to, especially when we've, we've seen that they're making a, a wholly new type of RPG in another fantasy world. So mm-hmm. I wonder. I, I wonder where Out of Worlds goes from here. Because uh, yeah. if they do decide to, like, double down and make, like, a really polished, like, hey, Microsoft's going to pay for it, we're going to make the... Or a Fallout, but like really, really polished, really spacefaring, really big, you know, maybe even like uh, Starfield, like mm-hmm. and, uh, that kind of idea, uh, but on an Obsidian and obviously beforehand and done a different way. I, I don't know. That could be really cool. Yeah. Anxious to uh, anxious to check it out. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Next up, we have Wintermore Tactics Club. Uh, this this looks kind of cute. Have you checked it out at all, Alex? I had not even heard of this until this. Um, um it's kind of Final Fantasy Tactics-y, kind of that grid-based combat and everything. Uh, but you play as this character, Alicia, who is trying, who's like the new kid at school at this academy, Wittermore Academy, and uh, she starts like a game club, like a tactics club, and she has to tra transform from nerdy nobo nobodies into heroes they play in their tabletop campaign, or they'll be disbanded forever. So the, it's like these students at this academy LARPing in order to keep their club alive. Excellent. Um, and you like recruit other students to try and join your club and you get to explore the school as kind of visual novel-esque, they say. Uh, wow, yeah. Damn. Break down the walls between high school cliques such as the psychic detectives and young monarchists uh, to, uh, to join your band in the tabletop club. Is it coming to any console at all? Um, ba -ba -ba -bum. I don't think yet. Okay. Um, but it screams that it will probably at least come to Switch at some point. Yeah, it seems like one Nintendo is going to scoop up. Yeah. Uh, make new friends. Write tabletop campaigns to help students overcome their personal problems and discover their fantasy selves as their club grows. Damn. Yeah. That's very... Also one of... Uh, official selection from the Indie Mega Booth at PAX West Showcase 2019. Um, also at uh, GDQ. Also a bunch of awards. So uh, really cool, cute art style. Really well drawn. Give it a look at. Uh, this is one you should keep on your radar if you're into tactical RPGs. It looks very cute. Has a really cool idea to it. Kind of wholesome and fun. Um, and yeah. Give... Give Wintermore Tactics Club a checkout because this looks this looks fun. He's definitely on my radar now. <laughs> Say <Yeah>. that much. <laughs> uh, and that comes out. Uh, of course, I didn't put the date because that would make too much sense. Um. Oh, apparently it. Maybe it is coming to console then this month because everything is saying that it came out in May, so maybe the console releases this week. Ooh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll look into it. Yes, September 10th, Wintermore Tactics Club is coming to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch this month. That's what the release Ooh, is. Perfect. So that is coming this month, or yes, this month as of recording, or as when you hear this, September 10th, to consoles. So give this a check out. I think this will be a wonderful Switch game. Yeah, it seems uh, like it. It's got the vibes. All of them. I don't know if it's Xbox Game Pass. Nothing is saying Game Pass, but who knows? Um, but yes, give this a check out. Looks, it's got very positive reviews on Steam. So cool. Yeah, this is absolutely. I will look look into this yeah. and report back. <laughs> Listen to Irrational Badgers podcast for more. Yes, yes, excellent. Uh, next up, we have Vaporum Lockdown. Now, this is a, a first-person dungeon crawler, steampunk dungeon crawler, kind of the same vein as not like an Etrian Odyssey, but um, wizardry. It yes, looks like wizardry. Uh, RPG heavy first-person 
you make your own characters uh, but it's steampunky so it's kind of cool I'm uh, the trailers that they've seen it looks pretty looks like there's some puzzles involved in this dungeon that you're you're diving through um, so yeah that's that's looking kind of cool have you ever been say. into those uh, like first person like hardcore RPG sometimes or like sometimes not yeah uh, I enjoy them mm-hmm. um, I think they're cool I being I really went back to them after I got into the Etrian Odyssey series um, because I really enjoyed those and I wanted and I knew of the wizardry series and and whatnot so I went back and and um, oh there was another one that like really put the genre of the map it was oh it was like pride rock or something it was like a fantasy one but I can't remember what it was um, I've always had a. I have it on Steam. I, I've always had a weird hang-up of not liking that first-person perspective in RPG battles, like Earthbound and stuff like that. I've, I've just always been turned mm-hmm. off of it. I, I, I think I, maybe I worked through some of it when I played through Undertale, and it really didn't bother me. I think that game is so stylized that it works. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I got. I, I like Persona Q. Maybe maybe there's a, a hidden love here for this for me. We'll find out. Yeah, you might like it. But Vaporum Lockdown. Is coming out on Steam on September 15th, so give that a check out. Um, and the next game we got, I feel like after watching the trailer, I almost feel like we talked about this last month because mm-hmm. it looked kind of familiar. Um, but it is the Dungeon of Nehalbuk, the Amulet of Chaos. Um, this looks to be like a fantasy-esque tactical RPG. Uh, grid base almost reminds me of an XCOM-esque, but much more cartoony in style. Um, yeah, you like have uh, various like fantasy characters, like an elf archer lady and a blonde barbarian and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. So I guess it was at PAX East. Um, I did not try it yeah, myself. That, but maybe that's why it seems so familiar to me. Yeah. Felicia Day, I guess, lends her voice to one of the characters. That's cool. So yeah, I like the shout out to Felicia. It's Day. an endearing art style, you know. Yeah, is um, is better than it's... pixel art, you know, just the de facto choice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but this is coming out September seventeenth, so give it a check out if you are on Steam. Could be kind of cool. Yeah, could be kind of cool. <coughs> Excuse me. Next up, we have Tears of Avia. Coming to Xbox One and PC on September 24th. A darkness looms over the land of Astera. Ancient cities lost a betrayal tell of unlearned lessons and a hint of great evil that has lain dormant for hundreds of years. As drums of war resound once more, the faint light of hope grows small, but there is still hope. Undo an ancient curse and find the path through the darkness to restore peace to the world once again, before the shadows consume everything first. Uh, it's This is a turn-based tactical RPG with hundreds of abilities. Create a party of up to five heroes. Choose your favorite skill and equip them with your best gear. Unique abilities can be gained for both characters' class and the weapon you equip. And figuring out the combo uh, does stuff. It's very anime. Uh, very anime. Um, kind of... St- I mean, the stylized... I like the environments more than I like the... Uh, the character models um i'm on their their website right now and the environments look pretty cool kind of stylized but the uh the animated characters just kind of 
look generic-y. But, uh, could be cool. It might be in Game Pass, I don't know. But that is coming for PS, or, uh, for Xbox and PC on September 24th. I, you know, I always like the smell of anime. Yeah. You never know what so. you can get. Yes. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just need <laughs> a good anime RPG of some sort uh, to spend a lot of time on. You never know. You gotta play yeah. some. Well, you'll be playing Spelunky by this point, so everything yeah. really up past whenever Unf- Spelunky unfortunately, 2 releases. Unfortunately, but will you be, know, I'll, I'll write, take some notes to come um, back to later. Yeah. Um, and then next we have Zenjin, which is coming to Switch on September 25th. Appar- this is a roguelike action yeah, RPG. Online RPG. Online RPG. Um, an anime-infused action RPG and roguelite with a selection of unique characters and varying playstyles. Slaughter your way through demonic hordes and colossal bosses with hundreds of combination and skills possible. So there, I, I'm seeing. I'm on their website. Definitely some anime characters, and there's a classroom, and there's not yeah, Adel Christensen, red-haired swordsman maybe, with the red scarf. Maybe some meta game stuff, but there's also like a lot of menus, a lot of items and stuff. I'm not sure. This seems kind of yeah. cool though. Yeah, could be fun. Yeah, it's multiplayer, so that could be kind of cool. Um, seems pretty fast-paced. Um, I don't know if it's a free-to-play game. Yeah, because I'm I kind of get a vibe of a free-to-play. Um, but yeah, it's currently available on Steam, uh, but it is officially coming to Switch now on September twenty-fifth, cool. uh, as well as PS4, Xbox One. This is done by P Cube, so check that out. Uh, now, the next game we have to talk about is a game our mm. very own Mike Burgess is pretty psyched for, Genshin Impact. I'm pretty psyched for it, on too. On September 28th. I'm interested. I'm intrigued by it. I wasn't super impressed with what I played at PAX, but I didn't really play much at PAX. Like, I just went, stopped by, and then ran around a bit. I was like, okay, that's that's a thing. Um, but every... I don't. I didn't give it the time I think it deserved because everyone says it's like super cool. Uh, Mike really liked it, and he's going to be picking it up. Yeah. It, um. Yeah, cool art it, style, it very, very anime. The kind of game. Really like the look At of least it for though. me, from what I played, and I played on PS4, and it, it ran pretty rough on PS4. I know it mm-hmm. was fine on PC, so I'm curious what the final thing will look like on PS4, and if it will run better on next gen consoles, but. Um, it, it seemed like the kind of game you, you would want to just sit down and chill out with and, and take your time with at home. Um, it was not... I, I, I did not enjoy it playing mm-hmm. it on a very tense and tight, like, uh, show floor, which I can't even fathom as a place anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, I, I think, like, at home where you can kind of <laughs> explore that world at your own pace, I think that could be really... It could be a really fun, chill game. Mhm. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm intrigued by it. I'm I will keep my eyes on it. Uh, definitely check out. Mike will probably have some sort of content and review for it. Um, yes. At some point or viewpoint, we'll we'll talk about it. 
regardless. But that is coming out September 28th. So check that out. Uh, should be should be pretty cool. Should be pretty cool. Uh, now probably the game I'm most uh, excited for this month, as long as they're able to stick the landing uh, or make the date. The Baldur's Gate 3 Early yes. Access comes out. Man. Yeah, we talked about this, this last game month, is gonna be but so uh, all flipping the hype good. maintains. <laughs> you, you just got to do a stream of character creation oh, yeah. of this for um, me so I can just watch and we can talk about it. Yeah, I'm I'm very anxious to sink my teeth into it. They'll, they say... They're giving with the early access that they'll keep adding to because since the last syllabus they had another big reveal where they gave the date of september 30th and uh that it, it's a it's a good sized chunk of gameplay it's still the first chapter i want to say but it's like eight no it, it might have been like 20 hours i don't remember but it's it's a good amount of content so i'm anxious to give it a shot and try yeah. it out. I think I think they they can get September thirtieth. Some hope. Yeah. If it doesn't, it will be soon after. I think I can't imagine they would do another large. Yeah. Uh, large. The better question is, will we know next year console prices by September thirtieth? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> that is the question. That is the question. And then another game that's supposed to come out in September, uh, but doesn't have a firm date yet, is Artificer: The Scientists or Science of Magic. Uh, it this almost looks like a Don't Starve kind of thing, like your character on a mysterious planet and you have to survive, um, where magic is real, and you have to learn how to survive in the hostile territory by applying your technical abilities to the arcane. Discover how to cast spells and craft elixirs. Uncover the planet's secrets and find your way out. Find your way out. Um, definitely kind of get a Don't Star vibe. It's kind of that same hand-drawn art style. Um, it's a survival game, but it looks like you can survival and crafting game. But you can also like craft your own yeah. magic spells. Looks kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I wonder if if that's could be cool. Never know. Co-op in the future too, just like Don't Starve did. So. Mm-hmm. That is coming out sometime in September uh, on Steam. So look forward to that. And for the tabletop players out there, tabletop RPGs, Dungeons & Dragons is releasing their Icewind Dale Rime of the Frostmaiden module this month on September 15th. So be sure to check out and hop into the area of Icewind Dale with your friends and roll some dice. I, I've got my copy pre-ordered i'm i'm trying to go for a complete official collection nice. do you have the uh um, fifth edition books? so um okay i have the one that was officially released by wizards got it the got fox it. machina so the, one was the a third party, guy and i don't have that unfortunately yeah uh, which is kind of a bummer because that's the one I I know anything about because I'm but even then I'm only on episode 18, no 17, there's of a, the, the Vox Machina wild, campaign, the first campaign uh, guide so. as well that I, that I I want to get I want to get both yeah. of those. Yep, I have the Wild Mount. Um, 
Yeah, the Teldori one, the Vox Machina World one, was an official one. Got it. Um. So, and that's like gone up in price. Like that was the third party one. It's supposed to be very good, and I think you can still get the PDF version, uh, but not yeah, the physical kind of version, which is kind of a bummer. But yes. Um, but definitely, definitely want to check it out. But that is going to do it for September's syllabus of RPGs. Uh, some good ones, some some intriguing ones, some good ones, yeah, and hopefully uh, no stinkers this month. So fingers crossed. Always a pleasure. But thanks for joining me, Alex, uh, for another syllabus discussion breakdown of what's coming up. Always fun, sir. Always fun. And until next time, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to each other. Class dismissed.